Hello and welcome to The Cute Life, episode four. I'm yep. Finley and I'm joined as always by Ollie. Hello, that's me. Yeah, that's <laughs> my partner, my partner in crime. My fiance. <laughs> Fiance. We've only got one more month of being able to call each other fiance. Yeah, we haven't had that long a time to. Well, I mean, I always forget to call you a fiance anyway. Well, it sounds really poncy, doesn't it? It does. You find it. Really diff- it's really difficult. I keep saying partner, which then just, I don't know, makes me sound like. I think if I say my partner, people assume I'm talking about a man. Yeah, that's what I think. People well, it's alright if they think you're talking about a man. Well, <laughs> you're so funny. Um, anyway, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm okay. I've just come back from work. I've been we're incredibly busy at the moment. We've got mm. a uh, we've got our 40 year anniversary exhibition coming up. Mm-hmm. You, just, Ollie works in a gallery in Central London, by the way. If we haven't already mentioned it, I feel like we have. But if you're just listening to this for the first time, Ollie works. I work at an art gallery. Yeah. We're having a 40th year anniversary. You'd think with 40 years to prepare, we'd be more ready for this exhibition. <laughs> Yet suddenly, it's happening next week. And we <laughs> oh my God, is it next week? It's next Wednesday. Oh shit, man. And uh, so suddenly we remembered, like, remember that we had to get things framed oh, today. Wow. I mean... You're so organised. <laughs> that's awful, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's not great. I'm slightly exaggerating. The person who was meant to get them framed forgot. You. No, no, no. It wasn't. <laughs> no. So I had to go and get them framed. So it was a very stressful day. And we've obviously got a stressful week forthcoming. So that's yeah. something fun to look forward to. But then once that's up, it's all relaxing for the few weeks until our wedding. Mm-hmm. Then once that's done, it's all relaxing until our honeymoon the week after. And then after that, it's relaxing. Okay, babe. Why don't we talk about something else? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to fantasise about when I might actually get to relax. <laughs> it's so far away. Anyway. Yeah. How are you? I'm very tired, as you can probably, everyone can probably tell. I don't even really know why. I've just had, I don't know, a bit of a day. Just... Pops went back. Oh, yeah. Walk maybe forward. that... Oh, yeah. Maybe that's it. just feel really exhausted. It might be something to do with the five-mile five run I went on this morning. That's an insanely long run. I don't think it is. I, I think that's... As a man who's never run, <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably it. I get, I get up quite... Well, I, I just feel like... I, <clears throat> I love going... I've run every week since I was about 19, I think. So that's almost 10 years. So, I mean... I've put in the practice, so I feel like five... Yeah, you should be able to do... F- yeah. 5K, fine now. 5K. Are you doing 5M or 5K? 5M. Nice, five metres. <laughs> <laughs> Impressed. Anyway, but we had a nice weekend, didn't we? Yeah, we had a very we had nice weekend. such a sociable weekend, we saw so many people. Yeah. Which we... just makes a change from the last, like, month's worth of just doing DIY together. Just painting walls white. Painting walls white, yeah. But we saw... You can't be friends with a white wall, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> we saw your family and some friends we haven't seen for ages. And we went and had lunch on a boat. Mm. Yeah. Very fancy. We went oh. in a tiny dinghy. Oh, yeah. We went into t- Tova went... Tova, our dog, went on a tiny dinghy. That was entertaining she did not enjoy it she didn't like getting on 
She settled down once she was on. Yeah, and then getting off was a bit. But I feel like if she'd looked up and realised what was going on, she would have been absolutely terrified. Why? Well, she's scared of puddles. Yeah. We're in the city. Yeah. She also does this really funny thing, like when she's scared and doesn't want to be put down, she does like clings onto your arm like a little koala or like a little monkey baby. It's amazing. She has for an animal with no. Like thumbs, honestly, you couldn't shake her off. She like clamps her little paws around your arm like it's a tree branch. And you can just like dangle your arm. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't she just, fall off. She doesn't fall off because she's so desperate not to. Like be put she could down. get up a palm tree. Yeah, she same, probably could. With that same technique, yeah. shuffle her way up. So, so yeah, so we went and we went on to the dinghy, which she sort of enjoyed. Then we got onto the actual boat. Yeah. And then we had some lunch. But that's my, this is my cute thing for this week. Okay. Do you want to come back to that later then? No, no. We can talk about the cute thing now, shall we? Okay, go for it. Shall I go for the yeah. cute thing? It's always exciting to get the. This so, is the surprise element for me. Yeah. cute surprise oh you'll really enjoy this cute surprise exactly well this cute surprise is a little bit sad as well but best kind yeah um, so basically this kind. is inspired because we went to see our, our lovely friends Dom and Steph live on a boat um, which is very cool and exciting although I can't go out on the boat because I get really badly seasick so yeah. we can only stay in the marina um, but it's entertaining. I enjoy just stepping, sitting on the deck and <laughs> watching everybody else. I don't know. But also, but when you're in Brighton Marina, I got the feeling that there's a lot of people there who just go sit on their boat, yeah. drink some booze, and then get off their boat and go back to their flats in Brighton. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's what I would do. Anyway, so yeah, we went Dom and Steph's boat. But they have a rather exciting, cute little first mate. Um, <laughs> first mate? First mate. First mate Juno. They've got a um, half Maine Coon cat called Juno, and she lives on their boat with them, and she's very sweet. And apparently Maine Coons are very good swimmers, which is why they were... that Why they got her. Well, I don't know. I think... I think it was like, an exciting element when they got her, the, the fact that she might be able to swim. And she did actually accidentally go overboard. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. I think maybe that, they're, like... She was forced into swimming. They're less adverse to water than normal cats, maybe? Well, no, I think they actually are good swimmers because they've got, like, webbed paws. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, oh. <laughs> Sorry, Aww. I forgot this is a cute life section. Yeah, anyway. Not the great okay, so... <laughs> so... Juno is very cute and it got me thinking, are there any famous, other famous boat cats? So I did some research, Ollie. Do you yeah. want to hear about Mrs. Chippy? I mean... Oh. <laughs> Mrs. Chippy! I like, this is the first thing that, that came up when I typed in boat cat. And I was Mrs. Like, Chippy? Yeah, Mrs. Chippy. And I could, I, it's not even like, yeah, I was just like, I'm not even going to research anything else. I'm just going with this. Yeah, it's like how I did my dissertation at uni <laughs> anyway okay yeah so are you ready to hear about yeah, mrs chippy mrs chippy so mrs chippy was a tiger striped tabby and was taken aboard the expedition ship the endurance do you know you see where this is going ollie yeah as the ship's cat by a carpenter master shipwright harry shipwright harry chippy mcnish <laughs> what a name um so the in- the the endurance um, was the ship that Ernest Shackleton 
um, sailed so, to the Antarctic. And what, so what was the cat called again? Mrs. Chippy. So she was the cat aboard the Endurance that, uh, yeah, sailed wow. to the Antarctic. Isn't it cool? And now you said that this story had a sad ending. I can see where this is going. Yeah, you can see where this is <laughs> so going. So how did Mrs. You? Chippy but, do on no, her but, expedition? Not great, but <laughs> but it, it has a light-hearted ending, so it's oh, okay. okay. All right. It has a cute ending, I promise. Okay, I'm Well, ready. kind of cute. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, where was I? That Mrs. Was, Chippy on Mrs., a boat. Mrs. Chippy on a boat. Okay, so she belonged to the carpenter. Um, and the cat acquired its name because once aboard, it followed McNish, the carpenter, around like an overly attentive wife, <laughs> which is what it says on Wikipedia. Wow. Which I am taking offence to. Yeah, you should. That's a weirdly... Is that is that in quotation marks? No. So that's just some sexist guy just wrote that <laughs> yeah. in the life of Mrs. I hope Mrs. you don't Chippy. describe that like me as an overly attentive wife when we're what? married. I'm an overly. How else would I describe you? I'm an overly attentive girlfriend. TV yeah, guy. exactly. Okay, so one month after the ship set sail for Antarctica, it was discovered that, despite her name, Mrs. Chippy was actually a male. Was Mr. Chippy? Was Mr. Chippy? But and by that's that... where the animal from Catcher phrase came from. <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. Chips. Mr. Chips. Um, but by then the name had stuck, so they just called him Mrs. Chippy. That's very woke I, and forward thinking. I was going to say it's very forward thinking of them. Yeah. They sort of beyond the willy. <laughs> um, he was described as a full-on character by members of their expedition and impressed the crew with his ability to walk along the sh- ship's inch-wide rails, even in the roughest seas. So wow. Chippy, Mrs. Chippy was a trooper. Um, uh, blah, 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 that's boring. Um <laughs> Mrs. Chippy's voyage was not without incident. Storekeeper Thomas Ord Lees, in a diary entry uh, dated September 1914, relates that an extraordinary thing happened during the night. The tabby cat jumped overboard through one of the cabin portholes, and the officer on watch, L. LT Lieutenant Hudson LT Hudson <laughs> heard her screams and turned the ship smartly around and picked her up she must have been in the water for 10 minutes or more the cat was retrieved by the ship's biologist Robert Clark using one of his sample nets I mean I was surprised when you told me that there was a carpenter on board I know I'm... a biologist I know but I suppose if they're going to the Antarctic then they need like for studying polar bears and seals I guess but I want to know who else was on this expedition if they had a carpenter and a biologist yeah it sounds like um, a life aquatic yeah but you read didn't haven't you read Ernest Shackleton's I read a book why did I I can't remember uh, anyway um, blah 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 oh, okay this is where it goes downhill Ollie get, okay, I'm get ready. ready get your wine I'm steadying myself after the ship came trapped in pack ice and was destroyed, Shackleton decided that Mrs. Chippy and five sled dogs that had been carried aboard would not survive in a diary entry dated 29th of October 1915. He recorded, This afternoon, Sally's three youngest pups, Sue, Sirius and Mr. Chippy, Mrs. Chippy, sorry, the carpenter's cat, have to be shot. What? I know. We cannot undertake the maintenance of weaklings under these new conditions. <laughs> what? That's mental. Mac- 
McLean, Crean, and the carpenter. I love how he doesn't refer to the carpenter by name. He just calls him the carpenter. Papa Chippy. Seem to feel the loss of their friends rather badly. I'm not surprised Shackleton. You just shot all their best friends. You're like, oh, we're sailing somewhere cold. You get somewhere cold. You're like, we're going to have to shoot. Shoot everyone. We've got to shoot everything. (laughs) Why didn't... That makes no sense. I know, it's so mean. I would rather... I mean... I would rather be shot than have the dog shot. And Mrs. Chippy, obviously. Yeah. Um, This has changed my opinion on Shackleton. Anyway. What a dickhead. Okay, this is... Yeah, I know. I know. I always thought of him as a brave soul, and now I kind of hate him. Um, Anyway, it picks up a bit now. Okay. McNish was very attached to Mrs. Chippy and never forgave Shackleton for having him killed. He Too died. Right. He died destitute in Wellington. I said it picked up, but uh, <laughs> well, so the carpenter died destitute. Everyone yeah. dies destitute. He died destitute in Wellington, New Zealand. That's the carpenter. Yeah. Um, Harry Chippy McNish uh, in September 1930, and he was buried with full naval honours in an unmarked grave. How on? What? That's a bit of a contradiction. I know. A bit strange. Uh, the New Zealand Antarctic Society placed a headstone on the grave in 1959. To this, they added a life-size bronze statue of Mrs. Chippy in 2004, funded by public subscription to complete a tribute and memorial to the carpenter and his much-loved cat. Aww. And there's a picture of the, the cat. Oh yeah, that's cute. It's very sweet. It's very nice. So I'll share a picture in our show notes of the... Um, there's a picture of him with the cat on his shoulder as well. It's lovely. So it was a sad story, but also a cute one. So yeah. I felt like it was worth turning. It's, really, it's interesting. It's I'd very say, interesting. I mean, I'm still confused why they had to shoot the cat. Because they couldn't feed it, I guess. And then it would just starve, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so, but like... I mean... I still would. But what I don't, I mean, this is a whole different thing. But I mean, what were they, what were they expecting to do with the cat in a perfect scenario? Yeah, I don't know. Was he going to come to the North Pole and just be like hop on top of the flagpole? Well, I guess they didn't. Either the scratching pole. They didn't. I. I. They didn't think the boat was going to be destroyed. I mean, based on how the whole expedition went, I guess they didn't think everything through. No. It's not like a 40th anniversary exhibition. <laughs> Our gallery should not try and go to the Yeah, don't go to the pole. Antarctic. Is that where they went? Yeah, the Antarctic. Yeah, that's what you just wrote out. Yeah, okay. So, maybe, unless your sexist Wikipedia entry person is wrong. Yeah, it was quite sexist, wasn't it? Well, maybe it's based on old documents. Yeah. It's like, it's like that thing when you read like an old book. And they're just insanely sexist all the time. And you're like, this is insane that they were like this 90 years ago. Um, I was thinking in relation to our last episode, and I was trying to think of any more... So I listened to a podcast called Gossip Mongers last week, and mm-hmm. I listened to it again today. It's really funny. Have you listened to it yet? No. I listened to the intro, okay. and then I turned it off. Oh. But no. not because I didn't like it, I just got to the shops. <laughs> I was on a dog walk today listening to it, and I was like roaring with laughter like a mad person, <laughs> which is quite good because I don't really like dog walkers coming up and talking to me, so they just avoided me like the plague. The strange yeah, woman. I mean, laughing madly to yourself strange does keep woman. people away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, so we were talking about village gossip 
and gossip in our school. Um, Did you remember some gossip? I remembered some gossip that some was juicy gossip. Yeah, some juicy juicy gossip which went round our school as verbatim, but I don't know whether it actually happened. The story about the the leg, the leg, the leg, the fake leg. So basically, a, the rumor went round that a boy from my sister's school year, he was quite a naughty boy. Um, so like. Our science teacher had a fake leg, I think, because she had to have it amputated. Wait, she really had a fake leg? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the rumour. Oh, no, she did. She definitely did okay. have a fake leg. I knew, I know that much. Yeah. But anyway, a rumour went round that he crawled under the table in one of our science lessons, well, my sister's science lessons, um, and wrote his name on her fake leg and Definitely then he happen. got called into the headmaster's office and the fake leg was sitting on the table in the with head, his name on with his name written but on who it. I mean firstly definitely didn't happen secondly why would you write your own name I know well he was quite thick yeah of course yeah I don't know who he was but I'm just assuming by <laughs> anyway I thought that are... was quite uh, I mean that's great I like it it's a great bit of gossip I like the idea of it yeah but that's yeah the only bit of the only new... The only new gossip. The new hot goss. Yeah. <laughs> the hot goss the hot, from 15 years ago. <laughs> the hot goss from year 10. <laughs> Finn's hot goss from 2005. <laughs> hot off the press. Coming in quick. 15 years later. <laughs> 15 year old news. Yeah. Coming so, in. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, you have to listen to the Gossip Gossip Mongers podcast. It really, honestly, this one was really rude, though. I can't even tell any of the stories from it because they're so revolting. Really? <laughs> they're so disgusting. Well, that's exciting. Um, yeah, and then otherwise, what I listened to today was Martin Freeman on Desert Island Discs. Martin Freeman from Fargo. Yeah, from Fargo and the, and the Office fame. And the other stuff. What was that film he was in that was really good? Ghost Stories. A ghost story? Uh, ghost ghost stories something to do with the ghosts yeah that was really good it was a bit like inside number nine if you watch that um it was like three separate stories that were all connected together yeah and to do with ghosts obviously yeah it's called ghost stories i don't know it might have been ironic (laughs) (laughs) this is why you're not a film writer (laughs) i've written a film called Car Crash. It's ironic. <laughs> There's no car crashes. It's about baby lambs. <laughs> baby lambs. <laughs> <laughs> car crash about baby lambs. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really good film. I heartily recommend that. Yeah. Oh, you've made me lose my trail of thought now. It doesn't matter. I'm sure a new one will emerge. Oh yeah, no, Martin Freeman on Desert Island Discs. Oh yeah. Did he have good taste in music or interesting stories? They never had both. No. It was interesting to listen... Well, no, the, the music wasn't terrible. Um, he I bet had... he likes Coldplay. No, he didn't, actually. I... Smiths. Uh, He's got to like some sad indie music. Mm, Just look at his face. <laughs> no. Uh, so he had The Clash as one of his ones. That's what people have when they're trying to be cool. Um, yeah, he did say in it, like, oh, it's hard. Like, you want to... Like, you don't want to sound, like, too cool, but, like, you want to be, like, tell a bit of a story and, and like, do stuff that's, like, true to your past. And then his first song was The Clash. 
um, Janie Jones. Did he have the stereophonic song that was the song from The Office? No, he should have done. He should have done because... I wasn't... Um, I don't know whether this is... This is probably a popular opinion, right? That I prefer the American Office to the English one. I think that's a popular opinion. Mainly because, I mean, Jim and Pam. I mean... Are they called Jim and Pam in the English Office? No. No, they're called something else. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I literally listened to a whole hour of him talking and I can't remember what he was called in the office. Anyway... But you, have you even watched The English Office? Yeah. Or the whole thing? Yeah. Year, Start to finish. Yeah, years ago, years ago. Can't yeah. remember. 2005. There was so much gossip going on there. <laughs> so and you, could, you could barely concentrate on the TV. <laughs> um, but he was, no, he was quite interesting. I just think it's really interesting. Um, I'm obsessed with Desert Island Discs um, because you can listen to like ones from like the 1950s on yeah, there. Yeah, that's really interesting. So interesting. But it's just... I really like hearing kind of just stories from successful people and mm. seeing if I can harness some of their, <laughs> the, some of their, no- their knowledge. Like, I mean, fucking yeah, um, hell, it's try. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting like hearing about like how people have got where they are because, you know, they have all sorts of people. They had um, Cressida Dick, who's like the, what's she, the chief commander of the... London, the LT of the police. The London Met or whatever. Something like that. Um, the LT of the police. <laughs> God, I'm thick. Um, and they have artists on all the time, which obviously I'm really interested in, but they have like writers. They have Margaret Atwood. That was a particularly good episode. Mm. She's a very interesting lady. Um, but it's just interesting seeing like sort of like the formula that they all sort of have. Basically just hard work. Which I think... I don't think it is, though. I think it's like Nobody, luck a lot no, of the time. No, yeah. I don't know. It's like... Being in the right place at the right time. Yes, it is that, but a lot of it is hard work. I think there's this misconception that, like, there's some sort of big break with everyone's careers, and that's what he was saying in this episode, Martin Freeman, that everyone assumes the office was his big break. But he said, you know, there were years and years and years of littler... Big yeah, break, of course. A big break. That things that he considered a big break, which had an effect on him getting the part in the office, and everyone just assumes, oh, that was his breakthrough role. He said, you know, he got um, like his first TV job was the bill, on wow. the, and it was like this tiny bit part, and he like remembered who the character was and everything because that's like, cool. Yeah, he was so like excited by because it, it was like his first big role in television, and he said like that was as much of a foot in the door for him as being in the office like it helped him get the office yeah. if you see what I mean so I just think that's interesting like it makes me feel more positive about my job because like I feel it's the like culmin- it's the culmination of a lot of small elements that yeah. build up rather than yeah I think people have that perception that you've got to have that one giant well, it's just thing. like you land this like opportunity, yeah, there. opportunity of a lifetime, and you don't see all the years of hard work and shit jobs that you've done to get to that point. Like, I just thought it was, it was. He said a few annoying things, but I thought it was. He always do. Yeah, I thought it was really nice. He seemed very down to earth. He didn't seem. He said he didn't. He wasn't interested in being famous at all. I mean, I suppose most people say that, don't they? But he did. Famous people always say that. Did genuinely seem like he wasn't. He just kind of was more interested in acting as a craft. Oh, <laughs> but... that's literally the worst. Thing <laughs> 
But um, yeah, no, it was very interesting. But but no celebrities ever come out and say, "Well, I did all these TV series, but I don't care about them. I only did it for the fame." There must it, be it would be from ref- the Kardashians, maybe. Yeah, it'd be refreshing to hear someone actually admit that that's why they'd done it. Yeah. Um, Has Brian Blessed ever done Desire and Destiny? Oh, he must have done, my. right? God, he must have done. I love Brian Brian Blessed so much. (laughs) Um, If nobody, if you guys are after something to listen to, that is honestly one of the funniest things I think I've ever listened to. The Richard Herring, what's his podcast called? Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Yeah, Brian Blessed on that. I don't, I think that might be the funniest thing I've ever listened to. He is so funny and I had no idea he he's just he's so filthy and he and that man loves the c word jesus christ yeah c bomb all over the place and his daughter was in the audience and he was talking about like all sorts all sorts that his daughter should not be listening to like it was uh, honestly it is so funny really 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 recommend that episode of um yeah richard herring's podcast like please go and listen to it um anyway I thought I would ask you, Ollie, mm. and you might not be able to answer this because I'm just doing it off. I know this is going to be a bit of a surprise, or okay, you, haven't had to, you haven't had time to prepare. Um, but because I was listening to Desert Island Discs, I thought maybe I could ask you what your, maybe not all the songs, maybe one or two songs would be. Well, it's funny you asked me that. Uh, we got really obsessed with Desert Island Discs at work. Oh, so if you, oh, he's, get, he's opening Spotify, everyone. Come he's on. got a playlist. Uh, so I did make mine. You've got a play a Desert Island playlist. Yeah, I maybe did. don't go through them all. Maybe do your. You know, you have to pick one. Hey, that's a bit hard. I can't just pick. Wait. No, oh. but you, they have to on Desert Island Discs. Yeah, but at the end. At the culmination. Yeah, but nobody wants to sit through and listen to all of your song. No, I mean, my taste in music is awful, isn't it? <laughs> As you constantly no, I on. like your taste in music. Just sometimes, Oliver, it just verges a little bit on the dirgy side. A little bit. All right, yeah. wait, one second. What am I looking for? Um, is this just going to be an hour of you scrolling through Spotify? Because, I mean, it's not even entertaining for me, let alone people at home listening. Well, people I, at home listening, I sound like I'm a radio presenter. Who do I think I am? Fame's <laughs> gone to my head. <laughs> uh, oh, he's got it up. I've got it. He's finally got it up. I can stop waffling now. Uh, Space Oddity by David Bowie. Yeah. That has to be on it because I can vividly remember, and with my memory, this is saying something. <laughs> the first time that I listened to David Bowie yeah. I was driving along with my mum in the car my mum is a huge David Bowie fan mm-hmm. as you know mm-hmm. as you've heard when she sings it mm-hmm. after a few carvers yep um, and I don't know how old I was I must have been pretty young but she was like oh I think you're old enough to listen to David Bowie and like actually appreciate it now and I've been waiting like <laughs> I don't how know why old, she chose... How old were you? Um, You've told me this story before, but you don't. You didn't actually say how old you were. I think I must have been about like three. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been born. <laughs> uh, I think I was about. I must have been about like eight, ten. Yeah. Pretty young. And then we listened to Space Oddity, which is obviously like Major Tom and everything like that, mm. and I just loved it. And I still listen to David Bowie. You do? All the time. Yeah. 
was even thinking of singing Five Years at Our Wedding. But that, I mean, that was a very brief moment because I can't sing. You can't sing. I mean, please do that because it would be fucking hilarious. Well, you know, we'll never. Ollie has we'll two. See pic- where the night takes us. Ollie has two pitches when he sings: either really, really deep and bassy, or really, really high pitched. Yeah. Can't do anything in between, so we'll yeah, see. Yeah, but Morrissey I'm... built a career on that and being racist, <laughs> I'm... and I'm one of those things. Is he racist? Is he racist? Sexist? I mean, he's just a, he's a dickhead, but... I can't remember. He's offensive in some way. Talking... Or... Yeah, I listened to his um, Desert Island Discs episode, and man, oh man, I felt so sorry for the um, presenter, because he was just unbearable. And I really like Morrissey's music, but, I mean, it really put me off him, because he was just an unbearable twat. Sorry, if Morrissey... If you're... Actually, I'm not sorry, <laughs> Morrissey, if you're listening... I mean, I d- highly doubt it, but if you are listening, you came across as a right dickhead in that interview. Uh, good thing to look up in regard to Morrissey is the... Uh, it, so he wrote a book a few years ago, and in it there's a sex scene, and it won an award <gasps> for the worst... Oh, God, I forgot about that! The worst sex scene in a book. And, oh, oh, my God, it is shit. the worst We're going to have to read a little bit out. I mean, okay, well, maybe we'll come back to that. Come back to it. I'll maybe do it next week. Oh, no, we are going to have to do it in this episode. Why didn't we prepare? Well, I'll find it. <laughs> well, <laughs> when we started talking, I didn't think, in 35 minutes, I'm going to be talking about Morrissey's I'm going to awful find sex scene. Um, but, I mean, I do like The Smiths. Yeah. Good music. Okay, so what's your next... Uh, have you got another song? Um, this is The Day by The The. Oh, yeah, I love that. Took song. me a long time to listen to The The. The because they've got because sh- it's such a bad name. Such a bad name. That I literally couldn't even listen to them. Uh, I didn't listen to them until I was like 25, which is weird because I listened to all of the other bands that. Yeah, Orange well, not Juice. All of the other bands, but well, just similar, kind of. Like from that era at that time, uh, making that kind of sound of music. So yeah, I, but literally was just put off by that. But every time I have got a new job, I always listen to This Is the Day by Thudha. You can listen to it on your wedding day as well. Yeah, the hardest job of all. <laughs> well, that's a good start. <laughs> no, so that's a... But, you know, because Desert Island Disc, it's not just about like the music you like, it's about music from important times of your life. Yeah. I always listen to that when I get a new job. Apparently jobs are important. Mm-hmm. Meh. Meh, <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I love my... My, my job oh, is my the job, best yeah. job. Um, let's... I think we should do... Do you want to do one more song? Or shall I ask you the next question? Ask me the next question. The next question is what your luxury item is. Oh, that's hard. We didn't discuss that at work. No. Well, see, I wrote it, I wrote down the question and then I was thinking about it. And so Martin Freeman's was tea, cups of tea, because he said it was like his like comfort thing and it made him feel like he was at home and I didn't think about tea but actually I mean I'm a tea addict I'm like a token British person I love Mm. tea I've drunk it since I was about three I I remember having my first cup of tea in like a sippy cup I am obsessed with tea so but does your mum listen to this podcast uh, I don't think so. No. That's pretty bad parenting. <laughs> you should not be giving a child. No, but yeah, it was a, in a a lot of milk. Oh my god! Don't ring. What? You can't ring social services with my mum. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm 
I'm no scientist, Finlay. It was very milky. No, I, I don't it think it's fine. to do with that. I think it's to do with... Let's move on. Okay, it's fine. Okay, sorry. I'm, I've turned out fine. <laughs> totally fine. You shake all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not addicted to caffeine. Um, anyway. Um, I mean, tea is a good one. I could live without tea. But, to be honest, I think my luxury item, if it was allowed, I'd have a bath. Because baths... There is nothing, like, whenever I feel, like, really down and depressed, like, I have a bath because it just makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I'm washing all the horribleness off me. And then I figure if I'm on a desert island, you're going to get sand up your... Crack. Cracking. You're going to be all... (laughs) You're going to be all gross and dirty and stinky because you've got no deodorant because you've been washed up on this desert island. So I think having a bath would be really nice. Uh, do you have a swimming costume on on this desert island? I don't know what the rule. I don't know what the rules are surrounding clothes. Mm. What your your luxury item would be? Clothes. <laughs> swimming costume. No, I'm, no, of course not. I'm not mental. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just... What's the worst luxury item I've ever heard? Uh, how about this? For the best luxury item I've ever heard, Tova. No, you're not allowed people or pets. I don't think. About higher beings. <laughs> so for a higher being. Uh, no, you're not allowed those. Oh, what jip? Um, I don't know. We'll come back to that one. You can have a think about it. I'll never. I'll forget about it. But okay. We can try. Uh, what's your book? Because they give you the Bible and the complete works of Shakespeare, which frankly I'd use for firewood. Firebook. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. use that style fire because. So wait, what do you not, get? The Bible. You get the Bible. Not interested in the Bible. Boring. Next. Yeah. Complete works of Shakespeare. Eh, I might read it once and then I'd put it on the fire. Yeah. If I was in desperate. <laughs> desperate name for a fire. When you're washed up on a desert island, no, I'm pretty sure you would. No, not be. the fire. If I was desperate for like entertainment, although I do quite like Romeo and Juliet. That's quite good. Yeah. I mean, do you? I have never read Hamlet as well. That being. I think I read it at school. We had Midsummer Night's Dream. That's annoying. It's got fairies in it. I mean, I don't want to sound like a real like. Ding. Or Richard the Third. Yeah. We read that. We did that at school as well. I don't want to sound like a like fool, but okay, here we go. Like, get I ready, don't, everyone. I just don't like reading a play. Yeah. I always think it's weird that you had to do that at school. Mm. But anyway. Do you have a book that would be your work? Yeah. What would your book be? The Goldfinch by Donna I think. I thought about it long and hard, and I think it's long. Um, it's one of the only books that I've read... I think I've read it, like, four or five times, Ooh. maybe. Well, I say read. I have the audiobook. So I read it once, and I've got the audiobook, so I just stick it on when I can't think of anything else to listen to. Yeah. Because I just... I really love it, and I think it's got everything in it. Like, I mean, it is a great book. It's sure. so good. It's so entertaining. And I don't know, yeah, it's just got so many brilliant bits that I really relate to. And I just feel so, like, involved in the story that I think mm. it would, like, transport me away from the island. So, yeah. yeah. It's also one of the few books that mentions registrars at art galleries, which excited me because when I read it, oh, yeah. I was a registrar at art gallery. <gasps> And I was like, oh my this God. book speaks to me. <laughs> There's someone out there who also, cares about me. Um, so, if I had a future, another dog in the future, yeah. um, I would name it Pot Chick 
after the dog in that in the goldfinch it's Not... like a, a little white um maltese yeah and it's called pop chick pop chick what about if you called it missy miss chippy pop chick mrs pippy chop pop chick mrs pippy chop pick. <laughs> that's a bit of a mouthful <laughs> i mean i like the idea of you shouting that in the park. <laughs> mrs chippy pop chick as it sprints towards the sea. <laughs> like, shit. Shit. Um, yeah. So. I don't know what my... You need something that you can like read a lot of times. Yeah, that, but that's why I chose... Because there are other books that I, like, I love... Um, da Vinci Code. No. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Harry uh, Potter 1. No. Uh, Day of the Triffids. Oh, yeah. But it's quite short. And there's not really much. And I thought about Day of the Triffids because that's kind of set around West Sussex where we grew up. So again, I thought it might make me think of home because it's all about sort of the South yeah. Downs. Although I kind of hate. I'd West, be nice to think. Kind about... of hate West Sussex, so I don't know. Well, they're all dead in it. Oh yeah. So that's nice. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Joking, everyone from West Sussex. Yeah. Love you really. Uh, I don't know what my book would be. I mean, that is quite hard to announce on the spot. I Come think... on, just go for it. Come on. First one that comes to your mind. I don't know. I really don't know. It's oh, really hard. Useless. I thought you would say, do you want to know what I thought you'd say? What do you think I would say? On the road. I mean... Because it's long. You love it. It is very long. I do like it. And it is quite... It's a, sort it of quite... about. It's about travelling, so I thought... It... Yeah, but that might be just mocking me on my desert island. Oh, yeah, I guess. As I travel on the road from one side of the island to the other. Yeah. How big's this island? Oh, they don't specify that. Is it like Ireland, the country? No, I'm imagining it like ca- the Castaway Island in Castaway, the film with Tom Hanks. Ah, I see. <laughs> Just so I clear that up. Featuring Tom Hanks? Featuring Tom Hanks. Not featuring Meg Ryan? No. Unfortunately. If they really wanted to get Have them. I talked about my love of Tom Hanks on this podcast? No, you haven't. That could be a whole episode. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into it. Don't get into it. I could just go on for an hour about how much I love Tom Hanks, but yeah, we won't go there. Um, I'll think of, oh. look, when I think of the book, I'll, I'll oh, shout out. Oh, oh, I know this isn't a category in Desert Island Discs, but if Who I cares? had to bring a film, like they could only watch one film for the whole time in the Desert Island. I know what it'd be. Go on. Mulholland Drive by David Lynch. Oh no, that wasn't what I was no. going to say. But I do love that film. That's good though, you can watch that lots of times. Yeah, I could watch that lots and of times. And it doesn't make sense, however many times like, you watch it. Yeah, if anyone else has watched it, like honestly, nothing, this film, it, it gripped me. I don't think you even really liked it that much, but I just, honestly... Well, I, I had a difficult issue I, with it. I, fin- oh, yeah. <laughs> I finished watching it and I immediately had to go go on the internet and like read loads of like essays about it because I thought it was so interesting and then I watched it again I think that's the first ever film that I finished watching and then just started watching it straight afterwards like again because I just found it so interesting but no that's not the film I was going to say Splash by (laughs) (laughs) Splash Splash with Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah that's crap oh my you've have you even watched it no oh well you cannot say it's crap it is Mark Kermode loves that film and Mark, Mark Kermode, Kermode is an actual film critic so it is not crap on Mark Kermode likes being difficult that's his whole point yeah but there's nothing difficult about Splash Ollie it's magical alright well we can watch it one day watch you'll it love one day. it you'll love it I promise and Tom Hanks is like my dream guy in that Tom Hanks 1980s Tom Hanks Splash 
just perfection. Mwah! Italian kiss. Mwah! <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and I just thought I could pretend to be a mermaid and swim away from the island. See, I'm always thinking about these... That's very practical. That is a good idea. I'm like maybe I could get tips off Daryl Hannah, like her swimming technique. Yeah, making dolphin <laughs> noises breathe, breathing. as you paddle into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you be better off watching Castaway? Oh, <laughs> no, but Castaway's just depressing, isn't it? I'm already on the island. I don't want to depress myself anymore. No. This has turned into a really long segment of this podcast episode and it wasn't meant to <laughs> uh, anyway maybe we should stop talking about this stuff. All right. well so wait so the sections are there's the records you're allowed to take but yeah. you're only allowed to take one ultimately yeah well you have to choose one that's not allowed to so win. what's your one or you, did you not say you didn't say that did you you didn't ask me what my songs were so well we're not doing that this podcast Oh, what? You get yours, but I'm not allowed mine. Yeah. What well, do you want to do yours? Um, do, do a couple like I did. Okay. Do two. Um, well, I was, think- I was thinking about this today, obviously, because I was listening to Desert Island Discs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my first one would be Wichita Lineman by Glenn Campbell. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, it was one of my dad's favourite songs and we used to play it all the time and like cry listening to it so it just reminds me of him and like yeah happy times in my childhood like he used to have a record player he used to love vinyl and um what a hipster a hipster before his hipsters existed my father <laughs> um and he used to like play it in the garden like we had a summer house and he used to play it on his record player and like sit and listen to it and cry because he was a massive soppy bastard <laughs> um yeah so it just reminds me of him um and the second song i don't know it's a toss-up oh is it either one that reminds me of you or one that reminds me of my mum. Which one do you want? Well, you could do both. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're going to laugh at my one from my mum and oh. take the piss. Yeah, what is it? Keen. Know? No. <laughs> no. Uh, As by George Michael and Mary oh. J. Blige. <laughs> it's just very much... My mum was like a proper like 90s mum. She liked Simply Red. She liked The Lighthouse Family. And she loved George Michael. And <laughs> she... Your mum's such a stereotype. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but she... Yeah, she always used to play this in the kitchen. I just honestly really love the lyrics. I mean, I feel like you probably don't even know what the song is. But no. the lyrics are so brilliant. It's just like how like singing about how much they love someone and it's just like the lyrics are so nice and did your mum sing this really badly on a Sunday morning really loudly yes how did you guess because <laughs> it's that's almost what she does like, every Sunday yeah, it's almost like you know my mum uh, and then I'd say the one that reminds me of you is um, the GFC Albert Hammond Jr mm. because when we used to live in Brighton in our first flat together in what 2008 it 2009 when we first moved in together we lived in this tiny weeny little flat on the seafront in Brighton which was honestly practically a shoebox it was so small and Ollie used to play that game skate um that was just skateboarding and I used to sit there and bored out of my mind and the only 
Ooh. like entertainment I had while he was playing this stupid game was that I was allowed to pick the music and I always used to pick this and listen to it we did listen to that song a lot it just really reminds me of that year and like the first sort of year that we were going out and playing on watching you play fucking playstation oh we did other things as well (laughs) I think I think a lot of the problem was is that we had literally no money oh my god so little money didn't we we just had nothing yeah I remember do you remember like on a I think on like a Thursday night or something, we used to go and get like two bottles of wine for a fiver. No, there was a news agent that did three bottles of red wine for five pounds. <laughs> no, and it tasted like vinegar. It, it was, was the worst. So disgusting, stuff. but I don't remember it being that cheap. That's what the. That's what our friend Dom, who now lives on the boat, drank. Oh yeah! Oh my god! A bottle so of. Um, He's gonna be so embarrassed if he listens to yeah, this. Yeah, didn't end well. But anyway, so we had this novelty size. Like, it was like a novelty uh, size wine glass that you could fill, like, put a whole bottle of wine in. And our friend Dom came round, like, to have some drinks at our flat, our tiny shoebox flat. And we, as a joke, like, poured. Did we pour a We put a whole bottle of wine into the glass. As a joke, poured a whole bottle, like, how much? Three pound bottle of wine uh, in this glass and gave it to Dom and we'd already been drinking so he was like oh better play catch up and drank the whole well we also just like drank our glasses of wine and I was like does anyone want a top up and he was like oh yeah can I get one too and I was we were like, like oh. you've just drank the whole bottle of wine and then before we know it knew it Dom was very very sick down the side of our sofa into hey. an England flag that we randomly had stuffed down the side of it yeah. I don't anyway. know why we had that England flag. No, it's strange when you think back. To it. <laughs> it, I don't. I can't really remember. Us, like, I can't remember us ever like cooking food or. No, I don't think we could cook then. I, mean, I, think I we, definitely we couldn't cook. We just cook pizza, surely. I think. Yeah, but to- just... I remember like. Remember eating toast. No, I remember like not eating before we went out drinking. This is terrible. Like honestly, I remember eat. Yeah, not eating before we went out so I'd get drunker and then coming home and eating like five slices of toast yeah that's which not, is revolting that's not great that makes it? me feel sick when I think about it how on earth did I do that oh my god children never go out and do that are you listening to my, don't my, do it if my future children are listening to this right now don't ever do what mummy did yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, it's just strange. Yeah, it just feels like a different life. A life a very long, a long time ago. I know. That's how long we've been going out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Exasperated. <Ugh. sighs> At least it's not forever. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> it is. Well, you've got months to try and get out of it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I kind of wanted to end on... Um, Ollie, we got our first review on iTunes. Oh, cute. Isn't that exciting? Very exciting. So I wanted to read it out. Was it by my mum? No, it wasn't actually. Oh. It's by my lovely Instagram friend, Rhiannon. Oh, so cute. I wanted to read it out. Please. Um, because it just makes me so happy. Because we kind of just are literally just recording this kind of for fun. and Completely also, for fun. Also, I just think we kind of just think it would be like a really fun thing to listen back to when we're older or our future grandchildren to listen to grandma and grandpa talking shit 
<laughs> I think the thing is, it's like, well, like we were just saying, our first flat, mm. which was eight years ago. No, longer than that. Ten years ago, babe. We haven't gone out that long. Yeah, we have. We've been going out 11 years. That was 10 years ago that we had. We moved in after a year. We've moved in after eight months together, babe. Terrible decision. <laughs> I mean, it worked out all right, but <laughs> risky as hell. <laughs> um, but that feels, you know, okay, so it turns out that was 10 years ago. That feels so long ago. And you just, like, to go back and listen to something that I was saying then would be so interesting because it's I can't remember how I felt or thought then yeah I can't remember if I could cook yeah so it's just kind of like a bit like a audio all I can remember us, is I guess. Tom drinking that glass of red wine <laughs> yeah. which frankly for a huge section of my life is really bad yeah but no it's I don't know so it's really nice to hear from people and that they are actually enjoying our fucking waffly shit us waffling all about nothing um so yeah right, yeah read out this review so like being in the pub with pals nice love this podcast not only for the content well <laughs> the nothing content it's glad it's, that's not the uh, but, all, like it. but also because it's like sitting having a drink with friends especially if you're also freelance it's nice to listen listening to relatable conversation while you work look forward to more episodes oh that's cute isn't that nice yeah um and that's by um my lovely Instagram friend, who I'm very sad lives quite far away from me because I just feel like we get on. Uh, Rhiannon Ormond, I hope I'm saying your surname right um, because I'm really bad at pronouncing things. Um, but she's an amazing illustrator and artist. She does like absolutely beautiful um, pen and ink drawings that are kind of inspired by Victorian art, Vic- Victoriana. Um, and they're really gorgeous and you should go and check them out I really want to get a bespoke she does beautiful very intricate sort of dot work um, of bouquets so I really want to get one of my bouquet from our wedding like, oh, you oh, just have to remember to take a photo of it yeah I know I really need to remember to take a good photo of it so um, anyway yeah so check so, out. so if you're listening now on the 5th of May send Finn a text <laughs> Because she won't be panicked, she won't be stressed out. <laughs> don't forget, take a photo of your bouquet. Um, yeah, so just check out all her work. She's lovely and amazing. And actually, funnily enough, shares the same birthday as me, which we worked out. Isn't that weird? And we're both 30 this year. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's weird. I know. I wonder who's older. I was born at 11.03. Oh, you're so competitive. So... <laughs> Isn't it that Beat weird... that, Rhiannon. <laughs> Isn't there a weird thing, though, where they say that, like, if seven people are in a room together, two of them will have the same birthday? That's bullshit. I mean... Probably. Stop trying to trample over me and Rhiannon's connection. Okay, maybe... Oh, no, that's it. If a billion people are in a room together, only the two yeah, best go, friends girl. will be. Yeah, babes. <laughs> We'll have the same birthday. Um, yeah. No, something like that. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to mention that. I thought, like, maybe if we get more reviews, if we ever get another review um, in the future, that maybe we could have a little section where we just read them out. No, I think it's a nice thing to do. Mm. It's nice. It's just, it's quite surreal, though, because... It's oh. weird, yeah, it's weird no, thinking that people are listening. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Um, <laughs> also, I kind of just wanted to do a bit of a, um, 
I don't know, a call out, I guess? Mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? So basically, I'm... Shout out. Shout, no, not a shout out. Um, so basically, at the moment, work-wise, um, firstly, my commissions are back open um, for April. So if you want a portrait painted, then, um, yeah, all the details of ordering are on my website. Um, so have a look there. Um, and secondly... I have started a new project which I've started doing the first painting of today called Pets of Hastings, which is an idea that I've had for um, probably about two years now or something, um, where I'm going to paint pets, well, quite simply Pets of Hastings, and sort of do backgrounds to do with um, the people who live here and yeah the town um because i'm always so inspired by um all the there's so many independent businesses and creative people who live here um and just i don't know it's just really there's so many things i want to paint when i walk around just like at the weekend and stuff so i've kind of had this idea in my head for a while um but yeah it kind of involves people getting involved so if you, I, I mean, I've got a few people in mind and a few photos that I've already got to work from. But um, yeah, if you're based in Hastings and St. Leonard's and you want to get involved, I'm particularly interested in hearing from creative people. Um, just because um, me and Tova have a very close relationship. Obviously, I'm a creative person and she's like a big source of company for me and I know she's a well she's your sort of like little muse well in some ways yeah she is but she's not in every respect she's just like she's really important to me as a creative person so I kind of um want to explore that a a little bit like people yeah I don't know I know how she's she's really important to me and so I kind of want to explore that idea through these paintings so particularly if you're an artist or an illustrator or you have a independent business in Hastings or yeah just um send me an email and tell me a bit about yourself and maybe include a photo and hopefully I can get some people involved in it and yeah make it a success and how many do you want to get I just kind of want to do as many I'm kind of thinking I want to do it as like an ongoing thing um so just as many the the more the merrier really yeah as many people as I can get involved as possible I kind of want to do it as like I'm thinking that I want to sort of tell a bit of a story behind each painting as well so for example the one I've been working on today is a lovely um a dachshund that is um owned by a cafe owner here and so it's like the resident pooch so it's always in the cafe when you go in so I took a few photos of it like honestly like yeah two years ago um and the cafe's full of beautiful lots of plants and green tiles and they specialize in selling cakes so I'm going to do a background inspired by that so that sort of thing um 
but yeah or I want to tell a bit of a story behind each painting so promote some of the independent businesses and creative people here as well because me and Ollie are super passionate about supporting independent businesses because well I am one so I know how hard it is to just keep afloat really so I I might be one one day yeah Ollie is aspiring to be one Um, so I'm (laughs) putting it out there putting the positivity out there now yeah exactly just we just so I can reap the financial rewards later (laughs) no it's not about that's why we're all living right (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) I'm joking (laughs) you're a liability Mr Place um yeah so anyway I just kind of wanted to talk a bit about because I mean, I'm just... But you, you posted about it on your Instagram, I did, you? but, you know, like, I'm a one-person... Machine. Machine over here. I've, I've only got... Pumping out results. I've got no-one else to support me, so I've got to shout about it, and so, yeah. This, this is, is your medium to shout about This it. is my medium to shout about it. <laughs> what beautiful voice you have. <laughs> oh, I think it's... A, no, I think it's a really exciting project. I think it's a really cool idea. Um, I think it will be like really lovely when it's done and just I want it to be like a homage to Hastings because I love living here and I think it's a really exciting you should do a little exhibition inspiring. when you've done them all that is the end goal because I've wanted to do an exhibition for Yonks like mm. it would be a dream come true if I could do that so yeah um, that is the end goal but I mean it depends it would be cool if I could get someone involved to put it on, but I'm so determined that I want this to be a success and I want it to be a thing that I'll rent a space if I have to or do an open house, something like that. Well, it's... we do live in a old shop. Yeah, maybe I could like open up and do like a open house and have drinks and everyone can come. You're yeah. all invited. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm, yeah. I, I'm literally having... Do, do the paintings first <laughs> before doing the opening light. I'm just so excited. I think it's a good idea and I, I really like it. And I, I hope people... Well, anyway, I hope people get involved. So that's my two cents on that. Hello. Um, for some reason, our recording just stopped recording. So it's the next day now and it's just me on my own as Ollie's gone to work. But I wanted to sign off and do all the gubbins. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us about um, a cute story that you've got and you want us to read it out, then email it to thecutelifepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to get in touch about commission or want to get involved in my Pets of Hastings project, then go on my website, www.finleyelliot.com co.uk there's more information there and yeah you can get in touch with me um i think we should be everywhere that you listen to podcasts now so subscribe and rate and review it would really help and it means a lot to us um and what else follow us on instagram at finley elliott portraits at ollie plays um yeah and i guess on a more serious note i know me and ollie joke around a lot but it really does mean a lot to us that you bother to listen and that you send us nice messages and that mainly you support me and my art because I mean it just means so much to me I can't even describe how much it means to me I love my job so much and it's all because of you guys supporting what I do so yeah I thought I would sign off on that note um so I will see you next week bye 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 bye